Gaines Nation, Mr. Kalita's LA Lakers are in the Super Bowl. Wait, the NBA divisional. Yeah, it's a shit. Divisional round. Uh, I think of the West Conference, right? Yeah, yeah. It's three two right now, and I think it's uh, same thing for you guys, but it's the opposite. Three two for you, but you're in the two section right now. I know we gonna win two straight. Oh, come on, let's go, JT. Yeah, I uh, I do dig Jalen Brown's mask. It reminds me of like the Kobe days when Kobe used to wear the mask because he, I think he broke his nose or something, and uh, they advise it for you know obviously further injuring it or someone hitting it. So. But, but uh, what the heck was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah, the movie Whale. Roman and I were talking about it. Um, <laughs> Roman, Roman is bringing up movies. And, yeah, if anyone's out there, if you watch Whale, please let me know what you think. Um, I, did, I did end up crying, Roman. It was a, it was a very emotional movie. And part of me, part of me, by the way, I, I'm eating cottage cheese, Greek yogurt, and pasta salad in my pre-workout. So I'll be constantly eating this whole time. <laughs> Smoothie, smoothie, baby. I've, um, my God, it it was just like, the day was fine, but um, it was just like, late to eat breakfast, late to eat my second meal. This is my third meal. I'm I'm usually like two. I've like crushed my third meal like two and a half, three hours before this. So I'm like way far behind. But I I have to run errands. Gonna come home, throw the jerk chicken in, uh, get like hour workout in. Flip the jerk chicken, jerk the chicken, um, make the rice and peas, and then figure out some sort of vegetable. And then I'll eat my fourth meal probably around like eight or nine tonight. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you on that uh, because of the Lakers game start at 9 p.m. Honestly, like every other night I've been going to bed at like minimally or at least at midnight. But I definitely think, um, dang, midnight, buddy. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And you're, you my usual at, bedtime is like nine thirty ten. <laughs> yeah, and you usually get up at like six, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah around six six thirty. Yeah, I've been actually, I've been actually um in the mornings, right? So because uh um you know I get disgusting at the gym and whatnot, and I go to the gym sometimes later in the day. So so if I go later in the day. What I'll do is, because it's like, like I'll go at like four. I'll leave here around like four ten, four twenty, and um, on those days, I will typically um, like actually like take a shower in the mor- like first thing in the morning, and then like take a shower after the gym because I go in the sauna at the gym, and it's you don't, you don't want to be a part of that situation. Um, <laughs> but uh, lately in the morning, I'll do cold shower. So I brought that back. Um, it's a little bit easier when it's like getting warmer outside. It, it it was hard like when it was still like 40 degrees, 30 degrees, 50 degrees. Um, but I do like it. But usually what I'll do is I'll start off with like it's not it's like lukewarm. It's not really warm. It's not hot. It's like in the middle. So like my body, I don't really go straight to cold. I kind of start off with that, and then um and then I'll I'll like ease into the cold and just like freeze my butt off. But Honestly, it's not too bad. Um, honestly, today's topic too—not to meet, not to get in too fast, you know. Um, today's topic: what are those uh, ideas um, could help you? But see, the thing is, like, someone in the sauna, some guy, some guy was talking to me in the sauna, and they're like, "Do you do cold showers?" And 
and you know, we, I, I was in the sauna at like six, six thirty PM. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't suggest doing a cold shower after this, um, depending on what time you go to bed. Cause, uh, you know, the last thing you want to do is like, you know, wake your body up and pretend, you know, make sure like your, you know, your, your game is like, you know, Hey, I'm going to bed like later in the day. So that's like one of the reasons why I don't do it like at night at all. Yeah. I don't, it'll wake you up like temporarily. Um, but I, I feel like, I feel like the effects are kind of fleeting. I don't know. What does Andrew Huberman say about that? Um, he says, first off, you got to look directly in the sunlight after the cold shower, like directly. Yeah. Like that, like that. And then, and then he said, your body will actually go through something called hypnosis and that will make you go to bed like four hours after your normal bedtime. Perfect. You heard it here first, Games Nation. <laughs> Around <a> second. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. I mean, obviously, a lot of people more on the Andrew Huberman um, train now. Um, I feel like you and I were like early adapters on this stuff, like side note. Um, but yes, I do. I mean, I do think he's a very, he's got good intentions, very good guy. But um, I think when he goes outside of, you know, out of like his you know, masters of study within like the brain, it kind of, it kind of throws me off. Like, um, and, and, and yes, yeah, you kind of have to be, you kind of have to understand what your, your mastery is at. And you kind of have to learn when listening to podcasts and stuff and like listening to people, you kind of have to be like, you gotta take it. It's like, it's like gray area at that point. Right. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. A lot of the stuff that he talks about, um, like he was talking about, People that aren't in the fitness community get obsessed with like the most obscure things. Like the the um, the best example I can um, provide at the moment is um, activation of brown um, brown fat cell adipose tissue. If you're in the fitness community, you don't fine f about that. <laughs> you're like, dude, I just need to be in a deficit, and I need to see my weight going down. And yeah. I, on my progress photos, I, I want to see more cuts, more lines. And then when I have a refeed, I want to see myself filling out while still maintaining those lines. Like, we're, we're not looking at ratios of different types of adipose tissue. We just want to lose fat. Yeah, and I think, he, I think he's gotten better, too, because in the beginning he was doing that stuff. And then now, since he's so big, he's actually bringing on people like Lane Norton to talk about, like, nutrition side of things. You know, all these, like, experts, like Dr. Rhonda Patrick, you know, all that on there. So he can kind of, like, you know, mix his, you know, mastery in with their mastery and then, like, connect them together instead of, like, the beginning stages. Kind of like, you know, maybe a lot of people. Maybe we overthought things in the beginning, too. Um, and then we kind of like reflect on it and kind of give a better conclusion than before. Yeah, for sure. And like he, he's, um, he definitely has his, his specialties. It's just, it's interesting to see like where he might focus on things. Um, Lane's actually another great example. Um, Lane puts out unbelievable content. If you're going to trust somebody, like give your blind trust to somebody in the fitness industry, he, he's probably like up there with, um, yeah. like, fitness professionals that, that try to put out quality information, but Lane's, um, his blind spot is that he, I know what you're going to say, yeah, the way he talks to (laughs) his community is very alienating. 
because yeah. he'll say something like, are you performing regression analyses and back testing, blah, blah, blah. No, like people don't, your average listener to Lane Norton probably does not have a PhD in nutritional sciences. Which, but, which Roman, which don't want to tease it too much, but I do have a contact that should be getting on the podcast that does have a PhD in nutrition. Um, so that's stay tuned, but we definitely, it's not Lane Norton. You know, he's not well known in the fitness industry, but he does have a PhD in nutrition. That's sick. That's really cool. Honestly, he might have an MD in nutrition or a DO. I'm not too sure. I don't know how that works. And and it would be really cool to to like ever chat with um Lane. It'll be it'll be cool to chat with this um this person as well because like their their knowledge like far surpasses where, where mine is. Um yeah. so just hearing like the nuance of even like his training, when he'll talk about how he'll uh, program his training, it is so cool. Like I love that. I love that stuff. Um, but uh, if you've followed Lane um, for like for long enough, I've followed them probably since like 2014, 2015. Um, you kind of see where where his like his weaknesses when he's communicating a message to his community. Um, that, yeah, I think he's just very powerful. Yeah, I think I think he just he's kind of like you and I, very enthusiastic. And like you said, it's his blind spot. And it makes sense. I, it get, makes sense what you're saying. And, and his, like, big thing is he, like, he hates it when people will, um, I, I guess I'll throw a couple people on blast, like D-Shreds, for example. He hates it when people will come, like, into the fitness space and they'll put out information that's misleading. Like, don't, don't tell people that they can eat, like, whatever they want in any quantity they want as long as they don't have these like three or five like forbidden foods or yeah. they like these three or these five like secret like um superfoods will help to like rev up your metabolism and this person um consumed these foods and they don't say like oh you know they were in a caloric deficit for you know months if not like years um to to get like these massive amounts like they were 20 pounds like or them being on uh drugs the whole time or or them having some sort of like corrective surgery or something along those lines so the context is very limited in um some of these like more gimmicky type videos speaking so, of which yeah. liver king has still stated that he's 120 days natural <laughs> i don't know if you see him i don't know if you see him but he still looks absolutely uh insane just at like 20 pounds lighter <laughs> It's like, it's like people, they probably, he, and, he, and he says that he's like daddy for 120 days. And like, um, people probably believe it because like, like he puts so much content out and, and it's like crazy. Like if you look at his pictures, he looks probably better now than he was on steroids. Oh, really? Interesting. I, mm -hmm. like, I never got into the, um, the liver king craze. Um, I think that like, if, if you, Why not? you would love him. <laughs> If you're not vegetarian and you consume meat, like, is it smart to consume um, organ meat, like, from time to time? Yeah, absolutely. Are there, is there a lot to, like, his primal tenets, which I think many people can glean and it can positively contribute to their lives? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think it's been, like, pretty clear since the jump that he wasn't natural. And then the whole, like... And still isn't. Yeah, and, and claiming to, like, be natural now you don't 
you don't just get off like a bodybuilder. A bodybuilder doesn't like come off their cycle and just become natural. They're, yeah. Um. They're, so uh, I. So I don't know the story, but um. I don't know about Pete Rubish. Pete Rubish did get off, but I don't know if he's off completely. So I don't know if you remember Pete Rubish, one of the yeah. most big biggest powerlifters in the game. Yeah. Um, the guy who deadlifted like 700 pounds in his laundry room. I don't know if anyone remembers that. That's like OG, like YouTube, like, um, like he like picks it up. He's got like a skull cap on and he like throws it down in his like washer and dryers, like shaking. I don't even, I bet that poor basement he was living in or whatever, or lifted in probably freaking shattered the concrete. <laughs> yep. 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 I feel like you probably called him before I did. I feel like I kind of knew him towards like the tail end of his powerlifting career. I only, yeah, but, I only, I only knew him through Mark Bell. I mean, I, I watched Mark Bell probably in college. So it's like, you know, when he was on like the, the power cast or whatever the heck it's called. Um, I wish, I think, I think, um, what's his face? John, Jim, Jim McDonald. Is okay. that his name? Jim McDonald, yeah. who used to be his producer, cameraman slash like, podcast e person um i think he still has him on his youtube channels like the old episodes but uh, if you if you guys need if you guys want to check out like pete rubish he was like he's very awesome um very unfortunately he doesn't like squat a lot he's like he's like me like he's got like a nice deadlift a decent bench bench and like a bad squat but like compared to me to him we're talking like he could lift like probably like 15, 1600 pounds where I can barely get over a thousand or 1100. Yeah. Okay. Animal. Yeah. Um, I think I actually seen him at the Arnold too. I didn't get to meet him. Unfortunately, he was in the animal cage cause he was sponsored by animal for like the longest time. And I don't think he's sponsored by animal, um, anymore. Um, Roman up to you, buddy. We can keep going into what we're going to talk about today and any updates or anything right now. Or, um, the only update I have is I got the, the SSD and the PC now. So I got RAM and SSD. The thing is fast. Literally boot time is like 10 seconds. It's like insane. You guys are going to get more content than you ever thought about. Um, I'm actually going to, um, I found my GoPro yesterday. I actually needed to find it, but I'm going to charge that bad boy up. Um, I'm going to mess with some settings. Um, Cause I don't know if I had them on like the best settings in like the gym before. I wonder if there's like a YouTube video. If you guys know like any preset defaults like settings on the GoPro, um, please message us, comment. Um, Cause I definitely want to bring better quality video. I think the GoPro is like a, a series five. I think they're on like eight or nine, which is insane. Um, but I do want to start doing more uh, lifting videos um, or like vlog type videos or, you know, uh, maybe a 10,000 calorie challenge. Let's bring those back. How about that? I mean, I'm a, I, I've, I've, I've won one eating, uh, donut eating contest before. Um, so I, I know I could eat. It's just, uh, I'm surprised I'm just not like way overweight. Um, the body weights at what? 206 as of Tuesday, it's probably like 204, 205. So from December, I've gained like four or five pounds. So I'm getting up there. Um, I don't know, Roma, any other updates? Because I like, see things, we're already talking about the topic. So I don't know if we want to do any updates. This is the first time people are like, wow, they didn't really sidetrack today. I know, right? <laughs> um, do you want to do any updates or you want to go into it? You want to say anything before we just, because we already talking about the topic technically, sort of, right? A little a little bit. I think that we, we've kind of like, um, we've like skimmed across it. Let's just jump right into it, buddy. What are we talking about today? We are talking about biohacking. It's like one of those, like, um, what do they call them? Like hot takes, hot, um, hot words. What do they like? 
um, I don't know. What, like, what are they? What, what's uh, but um, so biohacking. What's up? Buzzword. Buzzword. There you go. It's like a buzzword in today's like lifting world. Um, so, you know, as 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 you guys know, we all have access to the internet. So I wanted to give a quick definition to Roman, and then let Roman kind of get into what he thinks about it, and then maybe I'll get into it. Um, but we kind of talked about it a little bit. But so the definition for biohacking compared. This is medical news today. Um, don't know them. Don't under, Never been on this website probably ever. Maybe I have. Um, biohacking is a do-it-yourself t- uh, form of human enhancement or augmentation. That sounds really scary. In which people <laughs> attempt to change aspects of their biology to improve health, performance, or well-being. Sometimes the biohacking have been around for many years, such as intermittent fasting. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's some things on here, Roman. Uh, do you want me to read them first and then you want to go into it real quick? Yeah, okay. I got a list, so um, I'm interested to see that. Yeah. So, uh, I was, <laughs> you're gonna you're not going to believe this. The first thing, Roman, I'm not even lying to you. I, and believe me, guys, Medical News Today, check out Biohacking by them. Maybe I'll link it in their website or the YouTube video just to make, like, just to make jokes. Nootropics, nootropics is the first thing. They talk about taking Ritalin, Adderall, and Memantine, uh, men, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I mean, th- thankfully that's the worst of this webpage. Um, and then they talk about like wearable technologies like Fitbits, Apple Watches, um, and then they talk about like, um, what else they talk about? They talk about, um, they actually get into like actual like um, grinders, which is uh, biohackers who consider themselves pioneers of human augmentation. They talk about like um, like intermittent fasting, which we talked about earlier, cold water therapy, caffeine, and they talk about like uh, blood tests and bio uh, biohacking and all that. So. Roman, I, I, I had to share it. I literally, I, that's the first link I clicked on and I had to, I, that's the only one I want to look at. Cause that was the most interesting one to me. Oh my God. All right. So a lot to say about that. Um, <laughs> I think the game podcast would recommend very few of those things. If you want to do water plunges, um, we've talked about that in the past. Um, I think, I think the first, I think the first topic of the biohacking, you should do all three. What are you talking yeah. about? The Ritalin, the uh, Adderall, and <laughs> my God, I th- I, the last the last drug they put out there it says it's a uh, it's a drug to c- help cure Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> God. Well, Roman, what do you got for everybody? I, I just want to hear your hot takes real quick, <laughs> and then what you wrote down if you wrote anything down. All right, so there like might be people in like the fitness community that talk about like different like. Form, like hormones stuff like that we don't we don't touch that on the games podcast so I, I i won't even go there that's not what i um i focused on i actually like in my in preparing my notes today i put can you biohack no <laughs> just put no well, that's what I'm, that's what i'm saying in the the definition kind of scared me it's like augmenting your body it's yeah. like what are we doing here we could put some like ai technology in our body chat gbt in our body <laughs> Because it's like you you can do that like you can you can take some of the things that that Antoine mentioned but like for for every gimme there's a gotcha right so yeah what end up happening is somebody will will take one of those those drugs and then they they find that it's like well now I can't sleep so now that's starting to affect performance right because sleep is going to be one of the number one performance enhancers that you can that you can um, 
that you can follow. And that's actually yeah, what's some- it? Yeah, what's his face from Barstool Sports? Uh, the one guy from Boston. He he said on Joe Rogan's podcast that he takes Adderall every single day. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yep. Yeah. It, 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 this is, it, you know, this is free to listen to. You know, this is all I'm saying. And then, like, what happens when he, he can't, he, like, his his source runs dry? Because then then he, he's not going to be able to pay attention to anything. He's going to probably be sleep deprived. And yeah. he's going to be jumping, like, off the walls because he's going to be, like, I'm, go, I'm bouncing, like, to and fro, like, different projects and ideas and stuff like that. Side note, Roman. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know if you you know you you tend to not watch like live tv a lot and i'm only watching live tv because of uh being at the parents-in-law's house but uh i'm not gonna get in the topic but side note to what you're saying is in my opinion it actually is easy to get a source nowadays i mean there's companies called roman the name roman from roman and you could you could you could kind of say like hey i haven't been concentrating uh, I've been losing focus at work, focus in my relationship, focus in my family. Not to say that's bad, right? I'm not going to say, I'm not going to crap on that idea because a lot of people do need that stuff, right? But I'm only saying to the people who don't really need that stuff that are trying to biohack themselves. But that's all I want to say. I don't want to get into I don't want to hear people uh, hate me for saying that. So Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like people, people can take those like actions. Um, I, I, I highly do not recommend them because um, what people don't think about are the downstream effects. Um, people just kind of think about the here and now. Um, well, that's a good song by Kenny Chesney. <laughs> here and now. Uh, a little bit. Really Give a little ditty to the um, to Gaines Nation. Um, I don't know what else you're going to say, but one of the biohacks they keep, like I think Rhonda Patrick uh, put out a study, but they're saying like you know exercise has been like shown to lower depression which is like a known fact and that's a good biohack right that's like natural you could you could control that you can you can you know obviously it's not going to help everything right i don't think so i think there's more to that like you're not going to like run one day and be like oh i feel really good that's it you know um but that's what i want to say roman i keep cutting you off i'm done talking no, you're good. Okay, so I have four notes that I wanted to cover in regards to quote-unquote biohacking. So these are more um, attainable and achievable uh, tasks that um, – or, or they, they, they might be a supplement. Um, I have a couple supplements here that, that you could take that I've either taken or I've considered taking um, – that can assist with performance, specifically sport performance is um, where I'm focusing on. People might talk about cognitive benefits. I'm not really going to go into that too, too much. Um, People might talk about um, uh, what other type of benefits might they talk about? um, Maybe productivity benefits. I'm really not going to focus on that. This is almost purely sport performance based. Um, so the four things that I wrote down and that I looked into for Games Nation are one, proper nutrition, two, sleep hygiene, three, caffeine, and four, creatine. I'm going to try to address each of these. Honestly, honestly, Roman, I'm not, I'm going to cut you off one more time. If I had to make a list, that's probably what I would only put down. Everything else is kind of supplemental, but go ahead. No, I mean, I didn't. I didn't include the fitness part because I. I figured people already have that going. Exactly. No. No. I. No. I. 100% agree. Agree. Like I. 
those five things, I love them. Yeah. Um, so proper nutrition, um, we're talking about, um, on it, like gains, our brand, we focus on protein. We're protein bros. Um, is protein like the end all be all? Absolutely not. But can it assist with recovery? Can it assist with fullness to prevent you from eating, um, maybe in a greater caloric surplus? I believe so. That's been my experience. Um, many individuals I talk to, that's been their experience. And, and that, that does track. However, there are individual differences in how individuals take in certain nutrients. So with protein, in general, we'd probably recommend somewhere along the lines of 0.8 grams or as low as 0.75 grams of protein per pound of body weight, upwards to one gram. There are some instances where we'd recommend slightly more, um, such as when you're dieting. But for all intents and purposes, for a general overview, lean protein sources coming from high, high quality protein is another emphasis. I do believe based off of, of my understanding of different protein literature, um, the different um, sources that I trust where the the knowledge might go above um, and beyond where I am at currently. Um, so like when we're, we're talking about like Elaine Norton, for example, somebody has a PhD in nutritional sciences. Typically we're talking, those are going to be lean, lean meats where you get the highest quality proteins. That's not to say that there's, there's anything wrong with soy. Um, so it does have some, some deficits in its amino acid profile. Um, but it, it can be, it can be part of a healthful and nutritious diet for sure. Um, that, that means that like, if you're consuming a majority of your protein from like a rice, uh, protein, for example, like a rice protein supplement, probably not adequate. The amino acid profile is probably not adequate. So gen generally speaking, that's, that's what I mean. And, and that poses some challenges for people that are on a vegetarian or vegan diet, right? It's not to say that there's not some jack vegetarian and vegan bodybuilders out there. Absolutely. There are, it just creates some additional challenges because they might have to get creative with how they, they take in certain nutrients, um, or how they diversify their amino acid profile. So generally speaking, um, a focus on protein, that's if I'm going to like quote unquote track, um, um, a macronutrient, it'll, it'll usually just be protein. I just try to keep a mental note. Um, this morning for breakfast, my protein was probably like 35 grams. I've had two smoothies today cause I've been kind of trying to like eat on the run. That's about 40 grams of protein there. I'm at approximately 115 grams of protein. I'm going to have another meal between 40 and 50 grams of protein. That'll get me to between 155, 165 grams of protein. Perfect. That hits that one gram per pound of body weight. Boom. I'm done. Do I care about carbs? Do I care about fats? Yeah, a little bit, but I'm going to eat until I'm full. Um, I just kind of came off of like a little um, mini cut, which I'm pretty satisfied with um, the results. So for the most part, I'm eating in like a eucaloric or isocaloric or I'm eating at maintenance. If my body weight goes up a little bit, am I going to be upset? No, I like how it's feeling out. If my body weight goes down a little bit, am I going to be upset? No, it, I could, I could definitely lose more weight. Like I definitely still have more like fat around my, um, like my midsection that if I, if I lost that, I'd be like sick, I'm looking shredded now. Um, so focus on protein. And then I made a note to just fill in the rest of carbs and fat, um, or, um, you know, C to F ratio as preferred. So some individuals prefer, uh, fats, so they might like to have a little splash of cream in their coffee in the morning. And if that's what keeps you compliant with your diet, 
right on, bro. If you're not lactose intolerant, then it's like, go for it. As, as long as that is assisting you in, in your goals, if you have different fitness or um, let's say performance goals and it's not hindering you, like um, dairy, like makes your stomach upset. If that's the case, then like, you know, d- don't do that. Like remove that. You, you might have to do something like an elimination diet. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. And I, I say um, my note specifically is for desired, for your desired goal. So fill in the carbs and fats um, with that, those protein um, um, recommendations for your desired goal. So if for me, I just kind of went over what my desired goal is. I'm just looking to maintain. I'd love to add an appreciable amount of um, muscle mass. And that's why I, I love um, resistance exercise training, but I don't care if my body weight goes up. If six months from now, I'm still 155 to 160 pounds. Am I going to be upset? And I'll be pretty happy, especially if I like, I filled out some more. I'm a little stronger on my lifts. I, I think that like my delts are a little bit more capped. My chest is popping more. My back looks like a mile wide. Won't be upset. So I want to make that note. In regards to sleep hygiene, um, I, I pulled a couple of um, short articles from, I believe, sleepfoundation.org, which I, I wanted to briefly kind of summarize or um, read to you all. Um, in general, we would probably recommend seven to eight hours of sleep, but some people need more. Some people need less. I've met people that need 13 to 16 hours a day so that they don't, um, or technically at night, so that they don't um, get migraines. That's just the case. I've met other people that say that they're fine with six. I'm very yeah, skeptical. I'm, I'm like I'm like six to seven. I feel yeah. like I think any more eight nine. Like I I get I'm like more tired than usual. I I need that eight to nine. I used to do that six to seven. I I convinced myself that I, I'd be fine with that, but the, my productivity is so much higher at that seven to eight. Um, and really it's like eight plus. Like if I get under eight, I have I have more trouble throughout the day focusing on tasks i would say my overall performance in the gym um drops um etc cetera, etc cetera. and then that those effects compound so um i'm gonna go off video for a second here games nation because i want to go over this um so the question that the sleep foundation begs is how does sleep affect athletic performance so i want to go over a couple of these studies here because i thought they were interesting So there's a Stanford study of men's basketball players who extended their sleep to 10 hours a night, quite a bit, right? And they found several positive outcomes. Those outcomes were faster. um, They ran faster in both half court and full court sprints. Their shooting improved by at least 9%, not not too shabby, for both free throws and three-point shots. And athletes also reported improved physical and mental well-being. Not too shabby. Hmm. Um, Let's go over one more here. Varsity tennis players, male and female, who increased their sleep to at least nine hours a week um, per night also performed better. The accuracy of the player's serves increased significantly from about 36% to nearly 42%. That's a, that's a fairly large increase with, um, with decently um, skilled tennis players already. So I also wanted to go over um, what some of the detriments can be if you have a lack of sleep. Um, and remember, this is all in regards to quote-unquote biohacking. So um, one of the uh, – so it says poor quality and quantity of sleep lead to several negative effects in any person. Most of us can probably attest to this uh, personally. Mentally, sleep deprivation reduces the ability to react quickly and think 
clearly. People who are sleep deprived are more likely to make poor decisions and take risks. A lack of sleep also increases irritability and risk for anxiety and depression. Physically, a lack of sleep increases the risk for many medical concerns, including type uh, two, uh, type two diabetes, high blood pressure, kidney disease, and stroke. So, um, one, let, yeah, let's go over a couple of these. So, in uh, inhibited ability. So, in a study of male team sport athletes who are sleep deprived, average and total sprint times decreased. Decreased accuracy after sleep deprivation. Male and female tennis players had decreased serve accuracies up to 53% when compared to performance after normal sleep. Quicker exhaustion, decreased reaction time, difficulty learning and decision-making, risk for injury increased, and risk for illness or immunosuppression increased. So the next thing I wanted to go over here was caffeine content. And personally, I have experienced benefits to caffeine. Um, we had a silly... Um, IG either real or video last year where I think I had a handful of Skittles or something along those lines and I I pounded back like four ounces of uh, a black coffee and I had a PR but specifically I looked up an article on um, uh, by the NIH and they go over dosages anywhere between three milligrams per kilogram up to nine milligrams per kilogram and let's see here, um, they noted performance gains in aerobic exercises, games, sports, and exercise with high glycolytic demand. But just like anything, um, let's jump back to the video, just like anything where you have per potential performance benefits. So I hit a new PR on, I believe it was incline bench, barbell incline bench. I think I went from hitting like 185 by four, I think I stalled. And it, it took me weeks to uh, break that plateau. Um, once I, I did that, like I, I kind of planned it out, um, I hit 185 by five. So I got one additional rep. But let's say, for example, you were to do um, like long endurance activities that that might not that might not track that the um, diuretic effect of caffeine may work against you. So there may be some situations where it benefits you some situations where it doesn't. And then Antoine, I know we're coming up on time. So the last thing is creatine, which I wanted to cover. And in general, creatine um, is one of the more, if not the most studied um, supplement in the fitness industry. And in particular, there was, I think one line that I wanted to cover for you all. This is also from the NIH so do, 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 where are we? Um, in this regard, creatine has yielded predominantly positive effects regarding exercise performance measures with no ergolytic effects and minimal to no side effects in populations ranging from adolescents to elderly. The reported ergogenic benefits of creatine monohydrate include enhanced force output, augmented power output, increased strength, increased anaerobic threshold, increased work capacity, enhanced recovery, and enhanced training adaptations. Not too shabby when it comes to a supplement in regards to biohacking. I believe, uh, Antoine, you have personally used um, creatine for quite a while, right? Yeah, probably on and off for 10 plus years, 10 years. Um, and I do get my blood work done like once once a year. So um, never, never anything that's really showing up, even though I, I just wanted to say that because some people are like, well, what does your blood work look like? Um, 
But um, yeah, I mean, um, the creatine thing, um, I, the only thing is I wanted to say is like sometimes with creatine, um, I guess depending on your body weight, some people say like you might need less, might need more than five grams. Um, sometimes, I, I mean, I, I have a five gram scooper and I do weigh a little bit over 200 pounds. So it is fairly cheap, but see, the thing is, I'm not sure if it's a waste of money, but sometimes I will probably have like six grams, seven grams, um, in, a, in every day. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I've never, I, I, like I said, I've competed in two bodybuilding shows using creatine, never got off of it. So, um, I, a lot of people say it like holds water weight. I mean, I know sometimes it like it, like it, like, I guess that could have the effect, and it like kind of dissipates, you know, in the early stages. Um, but I don't think you should ever worry about that. Just count your calories if you're in a deficit or surplus. Um, and yeah, and you could look at my bodybuilding photos and I'm pretty sure I was like shredded to the bone. So um, I never held water weight. I just, you know, had to lose the fat, but that's all I wanted to say. But everything was good, Roman. That was a lot of good stuff. Yeah, sweet. Sorry. Um, I, I just thought... Um... We, we want to bring honest content to you um, and give you things that are like reachable and attainable for you to actually affect your, your performance if that's something that you're looking to do. So we hope that you, you glean some information from this podcast. As always, Gaines Nation, we are happy that you tuned in. Antoine, you want to um, plug all the different socials and areas that uh, our listeners can follow us? Yeah, just, uh, so, um, I actually just, I should have said in the beginning, damn it, I, that now I remember, um, my YouTube channel, which was, is Antoine Coletta. Um, I think I changed, I don't know if I changed it to Gaines podcast or Antoine, my Facebook is Antoine Coletta and then hyphen, um, Gaines podcast. So I did change that. I did have an Antoine Coletta page on Facebook. You can now follow us on there. I post like pretty much every day on there. Um, get YouTube, you could actually find us at youtube.com slash gains podcast now. So we have now the hyperlink. Um, I just didn't want to do with the, I just didn't want to do with my name and everything on there. So I just said, screw it. It was available. And I was part of the older YouTube account that I can actually change my handle. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we're on all audio and video platforms. Um, gains podcast, please search us, please like comment, subscribe, share with your friends, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.